If you ever feel like you just have to push through with your work because it's what you should do to see progress, I've got an alternative approach for you today. My name is Jenna, and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you're a business owner who wants to do all the things, but you're running out of time in your day. On this podcast, I share thoughts and ideas about how to be productive in a human-friendly way and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you in your business. If all that sounds good to you, let's just jump right in. So when it comes to achieving success or making progress in business, a lot of business experts emphasize the importance of hard work or commitment, sacrifice, so hustle, essentially. But what I don't hear them talk about is the importance of willingness, which plays a significant role in your ability to keep doing the business thing long term, or even short term, really, to show up for it every day. And no, I'm not going to talk about willingness in like a toxic mindset way, which I hope you know about me by now, if you've been around this podcast for a while. So when I talk about willingness, it has nothing to do with forcing yourself or pretending to be willing to do things that you don't want to do. This episode falls under the design piece of my productivity ecosystem. If you're new here and don't know what I'm talking about, the productivity ecosystem is the framework that I lean on to help clients be productive in a sustainable, human-friendly way. And the ecosystem consists of wholeness, design, and CISO, which are the topics we usually stick to, (laughs) or I stick to on this podcast. I don't know who this we is, (laughs) who these we are. Anyway, wholeness is all about your well-being. Design is about implementing the systems and practices that fit you, that fit your business, that support you. And CISO is a Finnish word that roughly translates as grit, determination, resilience, courage. Actually, I guess this episode could fall under CISO as well now that I think about it, because willingness helps with your determination. Anyway, how well these different areas of the ecosystem are taken care of That impacts your ability and capacity to keep showing up for your business. To get a fuller picture of the ecosystem, you can read a quick summary at jennahelberg.com slash ecosystem. I'm going to link that in the description of this episode. So there are three questions or prompts that I would love to encourage you to ponder when it comes to tasks or activities in your business to help you align with your willingness. The first question is potentially the easiest one to start with. What are you not willing to do? Sometimes we try to push through on tasks because we've been taught that this is a thing that must be done or this thing has to be done in a certain way. And we've even been taught that if there's, you know, no pain, there's no gain and all those kinds of things. But tasks that we feel resistance towards for any reason are hard to follow through on, especially if we are tired, if we're a bit low on energy or motivation. Those tasks might feel like pulling teeth, 
even if you intellectually know that you're perfectly capable of doing those tasks. Being capable of doing something doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you have to do. So it's important to identify and acknowledge your values, your priorities, and your interests, and what you aren't willing to compromise for the sake of success or progress. And this then allows you to establish some helpful boundaries. The question of what am I not willing to do can work when you set more like big picture boundaries for your work. For example, maybe you decide that you generally want to stop working by 6 p.m., but you absolutely refuse to work past 9 p.m. no matter what's going on. But in this context, I would encourage you to ask this question at the level of a task category, like let's say marketing, or even at the level of a particular task type, like social media. I think it was about six months or a year into starting this business when I saw a sponsored post on Facebook or Instagram for a mini course that would teach coaches how to book clients with minimal marketing. So that, of course, got me very excited. This business was very new and I wanted to figure out a way to spend as little time as possible on the marketing side of things. So I signed up for this course. But once inside, I learned that the whole strategy um, was like centered around hosting a weekly Facebook Live. Facebook was not where I wanted to hang out or create a community. So I knew that this particular strategy was a very quick no for me. I did not even entertain the idea of putting in time and effort into coming up with these weekly topics to discuss that would then um, inform like the rest of the content that would, you know, of course, just point people to those Facebook lives. So that was a personal example of how you can think about this question at the level of a task category like marketing. And then an example of thinking about this question at the level of a particular task could be, for example, you know, uh, maybe you want to be present on social media, social media being like that particular task. But maybe you draw the line at dancing, miming, and pointing on reels. So there might be particular things that you just don't want to compromise um, when it comes to a particular type of task or activity. I do want to emphasize here that setting boundaries or saying no to certain tasks doesn't mean that you lack ambition or that you're not committed to your business. It doesn't mean that you're not a hard worker. It's just a way to ensure that the things you have to do again and again in your business don't bump up against your personal values, priorities, or interests. Because that way you can enjoy the business more, which in turn helps them more, be more sustainable. Now, of course, when you say no to some types of tasks inside a important category like marketing, you do need to do something to market your business. So when you've listed out what you're not willing to do, it's time for the second question, which is what are you willing to do? Just as the tasks that we don't want to do are harder to follow through on, 
it's a heck of a lot easier to follow through on tasks that you are genuinely willing to do. So like I said in the beginning, this isn't about somehow trying to just force a different mindset and pretend that you're willing to do a task that you've got on your to-do list. This is about exploring genuine willingness. Now, I know that this question, what am I willing to do, can sound like very basic and uh, obvious, but sometimes it just helps to ask ourselves these very obvious, simple questions and see what pops up when we ask them. So what could you do that might serve a similar purpose to the things that you no longer want to do? What are you happy to commit to, at least for a while? What actions are you willing to try that maybe you haven't tried yet? And chances are that there are some tasks you're already doing in your business that you enjoy or at least feel okay with, and that can give you some clues about what works for you too. I had a consult with a designer who felt like she should create a social media strategy in order to market her business. And she was thinking about it or talking about it in like a, if only I had the time type of way. But when I asked her about how she was currently getting her clients, it turned out that she actually gets all her clients through just taking business owners out to coffee because that would lead them to either wanting to work with her or they would refer people to her and she was getting enough work through these um, coffee shop meetings already so she actually didn't need to add a social media strategy onto her plate she could just keep doing what she already loves doing So that's a really quick way to make a certain task category feel more manageable. Just do the thing that you enjoy and that works already. Now, the tricky part is that sometimes the tasks or actions we don't enjoy still work for us. They might bring us some kinds of results or outcomes that we want. And then there are, of course, sometimes tasks that we just have to take care of. And that's where question number three becomes important. In which way are you willing to do this? I think it's very hard, if not impossible, to completely avoid tasks in business that you may not enjoy, even if you'd be able to outsource some stuff. But you can strive to come up with ways to make those things easier to do. By intentionally shaping how you approach your work, You can make it easier to follow through on some more like just boring work or annoying work, which can also improve your overall mood and how you see your business. So there are a lot of different levels of things that you could consider here in terms of what might make you more willing to do a task. It might be something as simple as if you just work on it in a different environment, like at the coffee shop with your favorite um, drink order that might already like help you um, sort of get over the hurdle and do the thing or it might have to do with what time of day you even take on that task maybe you just work on it when you have more energy or it might also be about actually changing how you approach that type of task So I worked with a designer who had a pretty intense posting and engagement schedule for her Instagram, and it was taking her almost a full workday per week. 
One of her goals for our work together was to reduce her work week from six days to five. And the Instagram strategy then was one of the main things we wanted to streamline because that was a very time consuming thing that wasn't related to direct billable work. When we talked, it became clear that she was already getting enough clients through other ways. She always had a waiting list that's several months long and her clients aren't really coming to her through Instagram. So she doesn't need to keep up such an intense Instagram schedule. She did still want to have some kind of presence there because many people do check out her Instagram when they find her in other ways or they follow her to stay in the loop as they wait for their projects to start. So she switched to posting way, way, way less often and posting more personal things so that people could get to know her before they work with her without it having to be this whole big production. And this is basically how she freed up one day a week. Also, this makes me think, it doesn't hurt to ask yourself what would make this easier, quicker, or more fun to do, even if you are already willing to do this task, even if you already enjoy the task. So that's like a little bonus question for you. For example, I am perfectly willing to send a weekly-ish email newsletter but sometimes I'm not 100% sure on what I want the email to be about. It can feel like a lot to come up with a separate email topic since I already do the podcast. So instead of trying to force an idea, if, if I don't have one, I'll repurpose an Instagram post caption that has done well. I've done this quite often if I've written a post about my latest podcast episode I'll just copy and paste that caption into ConvertKit and I make any tweaks it might need to make more sense as an email and then I send it off. Alright, those were the three questions and a bonus one that can help you design your work in a way that more closely matches what you're willing to do, which makes it easier to convince your brain to be on board. By taking willingness into consideration, you can make it easier to follow through on your work and create a more enjoyable way to make progress. One important thing to keep in mind before you go is that what you're willing and not willing to do may change and evolve over time. So if you find yourself resisting a task that you used to enjoy, it might be that you're in a different season of life or business now and you have a different set of priorities or needs. So when you do bump up against resistance with the same task several times in a row, it might be time to reevaluate it, even if it used to work for you before. This way you're making sure that you keep adapting to what works for you. If you haven't listened to episode 56, I highly, highly suggest that that's your next listen. In it, I cover what your brain thinks about the Eisenhower matrix and why it's so hard to do tasks that are important but not urgent. Now you know that it might help you a ton to consider willingness as you approach those types of tasks. I'm going to add the link to that episode in the show notes and I'm going to add the link to the blog post version of that too if you prefer to read. Hey, if this episode was helpful to you, I would appreciate it so, so much if you shared it with a business owner friend 
it would help this tiny podcast reach more people. And if you're sharing a story about this podcast on Instagram, tag me at the Jen Helberg so that I can share your thoughts and say hey. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to stick around. And I hope to catch you in the next one. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you want support with productivity and balance as a business owner, you can find details about how we can team up at jennahelberg.com. And I'm always happy to answer questions or comments through email or in my Instagram DMs. I hope that we get to chat soon.